Welcome to Hardcover Hideout, the show that celebrates the lesser-known, underappreciated, and hidden gems of the graphic novel world. If you're tired of reading the same old comics or looking for something new and exciting, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Hardcover Hideout. I'm Tasha, and with me I have... I'm Jared. I'm Chris. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about The Girl and the Glim by India Swift. Before we get started, what have you guys been reading lately? Let's start with you, Jared. Oh, me. Okay. <laughs> um, I've actually been reading a lot since it's been a little while since we've uh, recorded. Um, <laughs> I will s- talk about the some of my, my favorite reads, just not to talk about everything. Uh, I'm still in my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh readathon right. <laughs> going through all oh, that's like all year. 14 uh <laughs> volumes of the idw collection uh so i read uh number nine and ten and then I'm about to start 11 and then i'll have a few more after that and those are all amazing uh the stories the art just throughout it's just when it's one can from the from issue one to the last uh issue hundred it's one continuous story uh and they have you know, mini series and they call them um, micro and macro series and everything connects. It's not just like, you know, uh, you know, everything connects to, to everything else. And it's one long story and it's, it's very good. And, you know, being a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, I love, I love all of it, all the characters. Um, I actually started reading uh, back when we went to Phoenix Fan Fusion last year in 2022, we got the, a set of Frank Fiz- Frank Frasetta Frasetta books. Uh, One of them is was the Death Dealer, and the other two were um, the World of Frank Frasetta, which was like a collaboration of different creators and different stories based on his his artwork. So I read the first one of the the Fantastic Worlds of, and I read the Death Dealer, and they were both fantastic. Like the art in it was phenomenal, and um, the stories were uh even though they they weren't all in the world of they were not not none of them were connected but you know they were all very good and the art is is awesome um so it's worth it just for just to see the art in those books so those uh those ones and then finally um i read the the last or the most recent uh graphic novel of ed brubaker and uh sean phillips reckless series follow me down which is like an 80s crime noir series. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Uh, and you can actually read them all separately if you if you want to, because they're all individual stories. Um, but they do in- interconnect if you read all of them. Okay. Um, but I would, I would really recommend, if you haven't read that, any of the Reckless stuff, I think it's all on Hoopla. You could read that. Nice. Uh, I gave that, that was a five-star read for me and um, one of the best things I read in the last month. So Nice. Yeah. So I think that's that's basically you know the highlights of what i've been reading there is some stuff i didn't care for too much but we don't need to get into all that (laughs) maybe you guys (laughs) we will yeah okay father uh as for me uh i have continued reading something's killing the children which is an amazing series i mean five stars all the way i mean not just the first volume it goes on and it just gets better and better i mean that book is Mm -hmm. although you know a lot of death in there and a lot of graphic children killing yeah but it is amazing uh i finally finished all of the volumes of hack slash hmm. um and then i continued on because apparently they continued the story on after which 
the the main volumes literally has an amazing wrap up uh, that just brings every almost every character you've met throughout every story into one big final it reminded me a lot of i know neither one of you are doctor who fans uh but when david Tennant in doctor who left his final mm-hmm. episodes brought basically almost everyone back that he had had in episodes to finish the last story and that's kind of what hack and slash hack and slash did and it was amazing i uh, continuing on with them uh they're okay uh they're not great uh i've also continued on uh amazing spider-man but you know that's i'm just catching up because i've basically been reading that story for years so i just try to keep up on that so there's no reason to talk about it uh, of course i read the closet which was a book recommended by my daughter uh tasha right next to us it was horrible uh, yeah. but it was you know i'm glad i read it the art wasn't bad and uh it, it just it the closet just seemed like it tried too hard to have a bunch of metaphors and underlining meanings and they weren't yeah. like <clears throat> subtle <laughs> at all yeah i i read it too and it, it was not not good no um and a lot of times even i, I wasn't really sure what was going on like yep. what the artist was trying to like yeah what are you trying to tell me here i don't i don't i don't get it right um i mean the whole first know, volume we spent most reader, of the time so. with uh, him <laughs> traveling i mean i get that he's the monster in the closet but right it was it was yeah. not good. It, it wasn't uh, it, when I James finished Tynan's that volume. Yeah, stuff. it like we said, it, it seemed like it was something he was contracted to do, so he just whipped it out in a month. And then, I mean, it, when I finished that volume, I didn't want more. I didn't yeah. want. I didn't yeah. want to continue that story. It seems like it could set up for multiple yeah. books, but and but I didn't. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and We're then good. finally, I read the whole series of Sex Criminal. Uh, nice. Definitely not a kids book. Yeah. Um, it. It was one of those back and forth with me when I was reading it. Some of the volumes, I was like, oh, that was good. But then you had some where all of a sudden you have the author and the uh, the artist just talking to each other in panels, talking mm. about the story. And I'm like, eh, kind of takes me out of the story when they try to do that. I know they're trying to do the whole Deadpool thing. But with Deadpool, at least it's Deadpool breaking the fourth wall and talking to you. This is like all of a sudden we go to a panels where... It's the artist talking to us. And I mean, it had this whole, which I get was supposed to be funny and, you know, clever. But there's this whole three page arc where she sings a queen song at a billiards on a billiards table mm-hmm. a pool. Um, but since they didn't get the rights to it, it's, you know, the art, but it's almost got like sticky, sticky pads over the words with oh. them just talking about it and saying, you know, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the rights to as when it was going to publishing. So here we're just going to tell you a little story, and so the art is her dancing, dressed up like Fred Mercury, mm-hmm. uh, and like a whole imaginary scene where she's in the Queen concert. But the words are them talking to you, which I didn't care for. Right. Um, but I mean, overall, I would have given it maybe three and a half stars. The story was interesting and. The wrap-up was very not what I expected, but I didn't mind the wrap-up. And it didn't have, without burning it for anyone, but the ending wasn't, you know, Disney happy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, 
Uh, that's what, about was it. it. Was it long? How many issues? Well, it's was three. It? I did the, the, the omnibus. The three. So it's three volumes. Oh, okay. Um, three thick volumes. And I did the extended version one with extra stuff in it. And yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like uh, they're the, all, the they're all available editions. on Hoopla. Nice. So that's what I read. Uh, it was a quick read. I mean, I read the whole series in like two nights. Uh, it's, you know, not... For kids. I mean, right off the bat, right. it's called Sex Criminal. Yeah. I mean, it starts out with, you know, not, I wouldn't say NC-17, but R-rated sex. Um, you know, you get panels of actual sex and sex position. So sure. I wouldn't recommend it for, like, Tasha. Uh, that's all I've been reading. So, okay. I mean, I've been trying to get more reading in since Yeah. Uh, I find that like my free time i'm like all of a sudden watching something so i'm trying to get more yeah it's just right i if it's that balance you got to have between like how much time do i you know i'm spending all i want to watch all this other stuff exactly spending all this time but how much you know i could be spending this time reading something right. or you know yeah so it's kind of right and then that interesting you gotta find that balance between all these books else. all these new but the problem is is i usually read at night when i'm going to mm-hmm. sleep and the wife doesn't like the light on, so most of my reading is done on the tablet because it's got its own light. Right. And therefore, I end up only reading stuff that's available on mm-hmm. Hoopla or the my Marvel or DC. Yeah. Got it. Okay, my turn. Yeah. I'll be short and simple. I read The Closet, <coughs> like they did. And then I also started reading Crashing. It's, um, I've only read the first, like, few-ish pages. I'm almost done with the first volume. It's not a whole book. It's just volumes. That's why you guys... I was going to choose it. Yeah, what does that mean? Um, it's 32 pages long because all the volumes are split up. So, so. they're... Oh, so it's just single issues. Yeah, they're single okay, issues. They're col- those oh, are so called, it's not It's not it's, collected yet. It's not collected. So, no. so those are called... Yeah, those are called single those issues. Those are single issues, not yeah. volumes. So it's coming out one issue at a time. Right. Yeah. yeah. So when so. it gets... When they yeah, and then they'll have a yes, volume. When one. it gets a collected volume right. of multiple issues, then you can pick it for the podcast. Like, like this. Yeah. Like a trade would be that's all those single issues. Like the yeah. book we're doing yeah. today is not collected volumes. No. It's actually just a single graphic. It came out mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, so it's uh, I actually enjoyed it. I'm gonna continue reading it. But I have other reading <laughs> I have to do. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And it's for your summer, yeah. so you should I get a lot reading. of reading with your summer. I have summer reading. Because once school starts, yeah, it's summer reading. I saw the book you have to read. It's like 20 pages. Nice. Yeah, but it's a word book, so I will be... <laughs> word book. <laughs> it will be taking me two months. <laughs> okay. Well, before we get started with our book, let's do a little bit of catching up, because we have some interesting things, like someone just was on a cruise, and some of us were just at Phoenix Fan Fusion. Where do we want to start? Well, since we started with Jared with the book, we'll start with Jared on the life history. So I went on a little trip uh, for my honeymoon. Oh, honeymoon. You got married? I did. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine that. Yeah, you so soon you forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We got married six months ago, and uh, now it's summertime. We both had time off, so we decided to go. It's been six months. Uh, more. Well, eight months. You've been we got married, married eight months. We got married in October. End of October. God, this feels like it was yesterday. It doesn't feel like longer. We were just downtown, and we're like, oh yeah, we were just here for mm-hmm. Jared's right. wedding. God, it was almost eight months ago. Dang. It was. 
Sorry. Yep. Continue. So anyways, we went on a cruise to Alaska, mm-hmm. and it was my my first cruise, mm-hmm. um, my wife's second cruise. She went on like a little short one to Mexico before. But um, so we went into Seattle for a couple days and did some touristy stuff there. And then we got on a cruise ship. <laughs> And uh, it was awesome. Bada boom, bada bang, we were home. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. We, we got came home. Um, no, so it's just, first of all, just when you see the size of the ship, mm-hmm. it's incredible. Like, I, I don't even, I, I knew it was going to be big. But then when you see it. <laughs> yeah, pictures do it's not like, justice. It's like, holy crap, this is a giant ship. Like, and so you get on there and you, you don't, never know what to expect. But, I mean, we, had, we got a balcony, which was nice. So we had an awesome view the whole time. And then it's just like copious amounts of food everywhere all the time. So we were eating, you know, any, anything you want to eat all the time. If, you know, food was great. Um, and then we did a couple excursions. We went to three cities in Alaska and then we went to one city in Canada on the way back. Um, so we saw a lot of wildlife. We saw humpback whales, sea lions, um, harbor seals. And then like, the uh, the bald eagles are like pigeons in Alaska. They're everywhere. Like you can just see them everywhere you go, on the light posts. Like just That's flying around, and they're like every yeah, they're yeah. everywhere. It's really cool. Um, and we actually went around the boat for our whale watching. We actually saw like sixty of them just like swarming around. Like and you know I don't know what they're in the, all the our guides were like. This is really odd behavior. Like they usually don't do that in like because they're very solitary animals but there was like a bunch of like they're swarming like vultures like around something in the ocean and the top of the ocean like there there was something out there i don't know what was going on but it was cool and then we actually saw one of the humpback whales like do a a lunge feeding so they it wasn't like a full breach but they their whole mouth comes out and 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 grab food out from the one when they came up from the water so we saw like the whole mouth of the of the whale and then a whole bunch of other, you know, just the humps and the tails and stuff. So we saw a bunch of whales. Um, so that was that was probably the highlight of it. And that's kind of why people go to Alaska to see whales, I think, a lot of on these cruises. So, um, But the whole thing, uh, you know, they, it's like a little city, the, this, the ship. They have everything. They have, you know, they had comedy shows. They had, um, like, variety shows. We went to a couple of those. You know, they have everything. They had a basketball hoop and a putt-putt course and... Like, it's just crazy how much stuff they have on the ship. But it was a really good time. And I, I definitely, and it's beautiful. Like, you know, after the the third day when you actually get up to Alaska and you're going through this called a fjord, which is a, a yeah. Fjord. So, yeah, F-J-O-R-D. Yeah, Swedish. Yeah. So it's a body of water that's um, covered by land or surrounded by land on both sides. So, like, either way you look, you're like these beautiful mountains yeah. covered in snow, and there's and it's summertime, so all the snow is melting, and was there's like waterfalls everywhere. On an excursion so, or on the ship? No, this is like right like from our balcony. So you could see on the balcony. Oh, so yeah. Like, it like yeah. you can yeah, you look right at your balcony. We're like okay. really close to land. And I mean, we went out there with our binoculars and just looking around. And we didn't see a whole lot from our balcony, but we actually saw some whales. And some porpoise from the top of the ship when we went up there, but uh, yeah, it was it was incredible. It was an awesome trip, and I I recommend anybody try if you ever get a chance to I, go to Alaska. Ironically, that was our honeymoon. Yeah. My wife and I did an Alaskan cruise as well. I did the same thing, so yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so you, yeah, while well, you were at uh, Fan Fusion, yep. aka Con, yep, I was I was in Alaska, so I didn't get to go to the con this year. But you're gonna tell me all about it and tell me what I missed. Yeah. Well, I actually wasn't at the first day of con. 
I right. was in New York. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You, you Do you want to go? Why don't you go? Ahead? You oh, go? you want me to yeah, talk about that? Started, yeah. So, I I'm a Girl Scout. I went with my troop. We went on a trip to DC and New York for a week. So, after the last day of school, I was on a plane the next day. We were heading we went to DC for a day. We got to see all the the like the historical ones like the Washington Monument whatever they're called the white house i learned a lot (laughs) doesn't sound like it Um, you saw all that historical stuff that one with that guy yeah that one one with that guy what was that big guy sitting in the chair the lincoln memorial there There we go saw that big pillar with a point at the top that's washington monument Monument. i said that and then the white house which is actually white (laughs) and then you saw a holocaust museum i went to the holocaust museum sad <laughs> really yeah. um you go to the smithsonian I, no they went to one museum didn't you the one in the smithsonian maybe not yeah they, they i mean they were only there for one we were there for day. a day and oh. not a lot of kids wanted to go see history so. historical historical landmarks, landmarks. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. they basically stayed in that liberty circle we saw the uh, vietnam memorial you don't know what the Liberty Circle is? Mm-mm. It's a okay. So you know those movies where they always show like that big, like water fountain with the water. Ferris Forrest Gump runs through it when the oh, Jenny's and then the Washington Monument. Yeah, right there, right? that's that's the World War II something. Liberty Square. Oh, okay. That's basically that square has all the the Lincoln Mon- the Lincoln Memorial. Everything's in that basic square. Yeah. That you can go see. So that's what they basically. I'll show you. Except for the later. White House, where the White House is just a little off on Pennsylvania Avenue. Right. And they just walked over and saw that. Mm-hmm. And now with everything, I mean, when we were kids, you could literally drive your car up to the White House and stop and look at it, but you can't do that anymore. No, you can't. Okay, so um, from New York. So, yeah, and then we trained over to New York, which was not fun. I was having some issues. Um, and then we went to New York. We did all the touristy things, you know, that went to Staten Island. We did all that. And then... The one thing I really enjoyed about this trip is that we got to see a Broadway musical. I saw, we saw Six, and then I, I've already seen it, so that was my second time, but it was Broadway, so it was different. I really enjoyed it, and then we went to Times Square shopping, we did, we went to the 9-11 Museum. They saw Times Square Cookie Monster. We did see a Times Time Square, Square Cookie did Monster. Spider-Man? Times Square no. Bumblebee. No Spider-Man? Uh, Bumblebee. Bumblebee? Yeah. Nice. So... Yeah, and then uh, then we were on a plane home after all that, and it was Friday, <laughs> the first day of Phoenix Fan Fusion, so I was getting these lovely photos from my father bragging where he was. Where were you? We were sitting yeah. there watching <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, we guess Jeremy Renner was there on Friday, so we got to see him. Uh, con was fun. Yeah. Uh, I wore some... My cosplays were a big hit. First day I was the dude, um, which got a lot of uh, stops. But my major one is I was Mad Eye Moody. Nice. And Mad Eye Moody. Yeah, I saw the. Holy cow! We like, should post the post the pictures on the yeah on the, the on from the Mad Eye Moody. Instagram. It literally we were at the second floor trying to take the elevators down to the, the vendors, escalators. which is in the basement. And mm. usually it takes you during a high time of con maybe three or four minutes it took us like 35 minutes 
because everyone just kept stopping Margo and I for photos. On the escalator? Well, so, you know, the oh, like one, 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 the no, line, one time it was. Like, the line yeah. to get on the escalator. Right, so it's like, you know, one escalator, first floor. Second yeah, escalator, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basement. Oh, you're talking to get all the way down. Like, yeah, you had to so go we down were and you stop. We and, were on the second yeah. floor. Everyone kept stopping us, but we could get on the escalator. Mm-hmm. And then we finally got on the escalator, and people were on the escalator going, stop at the bottom, stop at the bottom, we want a picture. So then we stop there, and then, of course, in the minute you take one picture, everyone else sees, and they're right. like asking. And then we finally got down to the vendors and got stopped, and then finally got in with the yeah. vendors. And she was getting annoyed because we were making her take the photo. <laughs> and somebody... I also wanted to go back to our hotel room. I was tired. I was yeah. still three hours ahead. <laughs> so a lot of people, you know, like, we're trying to do the selfie. And we're like, oh, no, no, Tasha will take it. Our daughter will take it. Give her the, give her the mm-hmm. phone. So, but yeah, I mean... I want to say it was one of my best cosplays ever. Yeah, um, it looked awesome. So, so if they do that again, I'll be in Harry Potter this time. So I don't look <laughs> yeah, like well, I'm just I'll a stranger calling them. We should be <laughs> Harry Potter. Because this, I'm gonna no, I'm it. a Slytherin. Oh. All <laughs> right. So yeah, con was awesome. fun. We got to see all the CW Arrowverse actors. So we saw uh, Grant Gustin. <laughs> uh, I always forget his name. Who played? Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh, mm-hmm. and then Green uh, Arrow. Green Arrow. Uh, hold on, uh, he's the one I never really. Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. I uh, got to see them. We saw the twins saw... from Harry Potter. And then we right. saw Vision. Uh, we saw Vision. We saw Pe- Paul, Paul Bentley. Bentley. Uh, yeah, Bet- he was pretty good. His, his was fun. It was really. It was. Bentley. It's Bentley. It's Bent. Paul Bentley, oh. not Bentley. He's not the car. Paul <laughs> Bentley. Right. The car. That there's no. I thought it was just Bentley. I think it's B E A T Y. Or B-E-A-T-N-Y. Bentley. I think. There's no L, right? It's not yeah. Bentley. It's not Bentley. Yeah, it's Paul Bent. Sorry, Bentley. sorry, Paul. We're butchering your name. Yeah, butchering. <laughs> we, we know who you are. He was fun. It was, it was really unusual. I mean, because a lot of times, even with a Renner. Um, it's mostly about Marvel. Yeah, you know, you, most of the time, all the questions in line are going to be about Vision or, mm-hmm. you know, no. for the, both of them. For Paul Bent. <clears throat> Bent <laughs> Sorry, so for for Paul, for Paul. what do they call him? Paul? For, Paul. for Paul, most of the questions were about a knight's tale, not knight's tale, was it? Yeah, no. yeah, knight's tale. tale. <laughs> it was what? so weird. No, wasn't that the, the one with Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger? He was yeah. in that. Yeah, he, he plays the drunk. He plays the. Uh, oh, that's been so long. Yeah, you gotta watch. I don't it remember again. that? You'll watch it again. You go, oh my god, that was him. But I mean, like every question, he was really honest about. It. He's like, oh, you um, know, we were drunk. We were mostly <laughs> drunk that whole show. So. Uh, I can't get specific because I don't remember much about it. Nice. Um, they brought up his wife. I wanted to ask Who's a question, his but his wife is Jennifer Connelly. What? Oh my god. His wife oh, is wow. Jennifer Connelly. They've been married. They met on the set of A Beautiful Mind. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because he, he, he was the, the imaginary vision. guy. Yeah, he was the imaginary the, guy. Right, right. And yeah. so they met on that set, and he told like jokes about his wife, and it was funny because he's like, you know, everyone, because we have an English accent, thinks we're smart he's like i dropped out of high school he's like i am not smart at all and fortunately for me my wife didn't discover that until after we were married so she's still with me (laughs) um yeah but that was the she she was the only good thing about top gun maverick that's the only reason i like and the only (laughs) the one question i wanted to ask her but i don't want to get in a long line and wait was was it coincidence that you were the voice of jarvis and then she was chosen to be the voice of Edith, the glasses in Spider-Man. Oh, is she? I didn't know that. Yeah, so yeah, she's not. She's not good Friday. Friday. 
Right. She is Edith, the glasses. The Edith, yeah. Yeah, the, for right. Spider-Man. So for I Spider-Man. just wanted to see if that was a coincidence, but I didn't ask. Uh, but his answers were funny with things like, uh, yeah. who was the... Who is the the best actor you've ever worked with? And he's like, my wife. My wife. <laughs> of course, <laughs> like, and then did a mic drop. We're like, yeah. And then he went <clears throat> and dropped the mic on the, the couch. Um, but we're like, good answer, good answer. Uh, but it was con was fun. Um, That's awesome. You know, we uh, every year. I think next year I want to start. I want to go more like smaller panels. I just find that every year I'm spending almost the whole day in the stars. Right. watching their panels which i'm okay with but like you like what you and i discovered last year where we would go to one and go let's go because all the questions are the same and i, I hate when people just ask them questions about the script like they're actors they yeah. don't know anything about the script right yeah. they so, do you know, yeah why did you say this line uh, because they wrote it the script says to <laughs> right um they just read what's in front of them most so, yeah, i mean so unless they give them a little bit of leeway a little but, leeway like the, right admin. like tom yeah. Kavanaugh really talked like uh the what was his character's name that they he that was multiple uh, of wells him. yeah the wells, wells the the where he's like council every wells. season he was at the council yeah, of wells. Yeah, yeah. wells so he talked about that and said that those were all him that he pitched when he went oh, to nice. each year and that he still had like what a hundred wells in his back pocket <laughs> like one done. like he was one season he was sherlock yeah sherlock, sherlock wells and, he about sherlock <laughs> a lot. and, it, and it, every time someone would say it yeah. And then you come up and so when you were playing uh, Sherlock, 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 <laughs> and he would keep clicking. I would, yeah, I would. And he him. actually was nice because, well, I mean, I won't say nice, but he, you know, what we always think with the questions, he actually said out loud <clears throat> because like four people in a row asked about like how did with the, with what's the different your, wells what was your what's your favorite you know, well what was your favorite yeah, what's episode your favorite wells? what was your or favorite they would ask character. like how did you come up with this well. And then the next person would go, well, my question's kind of the same but different. So how did you come up with this well? And he's like, okay, guys, you keep asking the same questions. I'm not going to answer anymore. <laughs> like, good. <laughs> that's that's hey. awesome. Yeah. I mean, finally, one little girl comes up and goes, <clears throat> what made you get into acting? And he's like, thank you. Thank you. That is a good that's question. That's a good question. That Leave is it to the, the little, to the little, little kids <laughs> to think of questions, <laughs> yeah. you know, different questions. Um, so, yeah. So I, I always love comedy. Yeah. Next year, I think I want to... Like go to more like cosplay panels or mm-hmm. yeah, you know little panels about shows or things like that. I mean, yeah, I know just they're like hosted where it's like regular fans, folks. Yeah, I know they're hosted it. by fans, yeah. but um, I know some of the panels we tried before and Margot just hated. One year we went to a well, panel that was a Star Wars versus Star Trek. Oh, who has the better characters? Wow. And so Star Wars, they were allowed to pick characters from the whole Star Wars universe, but Star Trek they only let them pick from the original series. It's ridiculous. Like, that's dumb. She's like, how does that even make bias. sense? Yeah. <laughs> so she got up and walked out, and I'm like, oh, guess I'm walking out too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those can be hit or miss, but. Um, so yeah, that's what we, I mean. We had the con, so I spent a lot of time getting the cosplay ready up to that. And, well, I was yeah. in New York. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I already got it. Did so? Does it seem like because they used to do it the, a week before? On um, Memorial Day weekend, they moved it's going it. back. They've it's already gonna, released the dates. For next oh, they year. did already. Okay. Yeah, Because I'm gonna so. already start. I'm gonna start looking towards next next year already and yeah. Getting I'm, hotel so and basically, stuff. you have to wait. So yeah, the day they go on sale, usually two or three weeks later, the con prices for hotels go on. All right. And so you need to like I set a calendar invite, and that because they'll give you a special 
number to call for whichever hotel you want. Uh, oh, okay. And so once you get your tickets, you did the calendar invite. Yeah. So once I did the, the once I did my tickets, I didn't set up. It's not through the fan fusion. It's on my own. It just tells you the date. Oh yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. it's basically like people who've already purchased tickets, they get like a week early, mm-hmm. and then then it goes out to everyone. And so. Yeah. That day, I waited and called and got, and there wasn't that much left at the Hyatt where we went to, so we were able to get one room, but uh, like four people. There was like queen beds, but yeah. So how was it? Um, since they mailed the the passes this time yeah. to you, how was it getting in? Like the because I remember so last year when we nicer. when we went, we waited like two hours outside yeah. in Phoenix in June in June basically. So. Do, we waiting. We had to wait in one line to get our passes, and then we had to go in another line to get in. Um, and so this year, uh, we got there. For, the hotel we stayed at was literally, like, when we ate our breakfast, yeah. we're looking at the line and everything. Nice. So we got down there at 9 o'clock. I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, that's she wasn't there. So we got there <laughs> around 9 o'clock, um, and we're like, there is, like, no one waiting at 9 a.m. I mean, and the first panels don't start till 10.30, but... Usually we get there around 8.30 and you'll, we're waiting. Mm. We're in that huge long line. Well, that's not one of the main entrances, though. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's still the one year we went in that entrance and it was still, oh, the yeah. line was all the way back to one of those, that Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's like no one, the props check table was really quick. Um, and the the get in, we didn't even wait. We just walked right through and awesome. got the scan and looked through our bags and they did make a rule. They did really were strict about the guns this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. So no gun props. Doesn't matter oh, what really? it looks like. Um, Unless it's a shark bazooka. Yeah, shark bazooka is okay. <laughs> okay. They allow we that, learned that. They're allowing like fake swords and knives and that, but no guns. Right. Uh, okay. But yeah, the, the the mailing now, I think it's making it a lot easier. Awesome. Good um, because know. the two girls who went with us didn't do the mail. So they had to go up, and they just walked right up, scanned it, and came back in like three seconds while we were eating. Awesome. Good. So next year, you'll have to go. No, I'm, I'm planning on it for sure. I want to And I, like whole, I said, I highly recommend the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Because it was that. so nice. I even one day uh, on the Friday, like around noon, went and had an hour nap, and then went back. Yeah. Uh, and it was nice. Right. I went back and changed. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that, so. I'm gonna think of maybe some costumes. If I want yeah, to do some cosplay. cosplay. Think of something. Next year I'm gonna do Mad Eye for sure. Um, you should be know. Harry Potter. Don't know what I'm gonna. He's never even seen. But old Harry. I've seen all the Harry Potters. Was it your wife then? Someone was like, oh, she's I don't seen know who Mad Eye is. Well, she didn't. She doesn't. I mean, she saw it. You know, forever ago. She doesn't really remember stuff like that. Yeah, she's not. Should I mean, be Voldemort. How'd you, how'd you marry not a nerd? <coughs> she's a nerd in other ways. She's like a math nerd. Yeah. <laughs> and, a science, and a science nerd she's a little bit she's nerdy in different ways but anyways um yeah well i'll get when we get next like once we get tickets next year we'll we'll talk about cost you know cost you'll be Voldemort. Yeah. you don't have to match it we like we told the girls we don't want to do group content con- with our group costumes with them right because they leave us like they we get there we tell them that we have to take a group photo we take the group photo and the minute we're done with the photo they've all gone their own ways yeah. And we don't see them until, like, sometimes lunch, sometimes never. Or we just meet up with them because right. they save yeah. good seats That's for panels. The, yeah, yeah, if you're going to have a have a group costume or at least a couple costume, you got to stay, stay together. together. Or else it's, like, doesn't really make sense. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I usually but, go off and do my like, own panels. I did the dude on Friday. Mm, yeah. I really need to get Margot to wear that opera outfit that Julian Moore wears. Have you seen The Big Lebowski? Oh, it's one of my favorite the, movies. Yeah, remember yeah. the dream sequence? Oh, the dreams, yeah. Where she's wearing the, the yep. opera, like almost like that helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the big, the, the metal boobs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like like a Viking Yeah, outfit, so she's like so, an yeah, opera yeah. Viking, yeah. So yep. I'd like to get her to wear that and <laughs> walk around with me. She won't. That'd be good. No, she won't. No. Because she's I'm only seen the, the Big Lebowski one. So it, yeah, same with my wife. Yeah. So she, she wouldn't be able it. to talk she didn't, about she didn't get it. She's like, it's just not. It's more of a guy uh, guy movie anyways. There's the, no such thing. The dude abides. As a guy movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is. Well, luckily it's my wife the Big liked Lebowski. The Big Lebowski, but she just didn't. She's only watched it once, and she's not a watch something in once and remember it. Oh, I love that movie. It's, one, I my, can watch it's one of my favorite movies. Do the lines over and over again. It's annoying. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. Should we get so. started on the book? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the book we'll be talking about today is The Girl in the Glim, published by ID, IDW Publishing, published on June 7th, 2022. Do you have to remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this book is an original graphic novel. OGN the, for you. Or an yeah. OGN. <laughs> for those in the know. In the know. Yep. And then the creative team on this would be the writer and the artist was Indian S- India Swift. And our colorist was Michael... Doig? 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 Doig. Sure. Doig. Doig. I would say Doig. I would say Doig. Doig. D-O-I-G. Doig. Sure. And then, Sorry so. for not pronouncing that right. Yeah. And so. I did notice that, like, reading history on them, they do work together quite a lot. I was like, are yes. they together? They, I don't, yeah, I don't know. They worked on, because she directs, like, animation. Yeah, she does a and, lot. And he does yeah. that. Yeah. They worked directing. on a music video together. Which was right. And he did the animation and she did, yeah. did, and she did some Ninja Turtles, Turtles movie. Yeah. They, yeah, Transformers movie. So yeah, they yeah. they do some non-comic book stuff together yeah. as That's well. That's why I was wondering so, if yeah, they were like cool. a couple. But their first graphic novel together was this one, The Girl in the Glen. Yeah. So, but they have worked together a lot. You can, I have, yep. So. Well, what's this book about, Tasha? So this book is about this girl who just moved to a town. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't tell you the town. Just like, it actually doesn't tell you. She yeah. moved to anyway. a new town. New city, new school. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she moved. She had to leave her friends behind. And so she's struggling to make friends. Both of her parents are therapists. So. That's got to be hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's a scene in the in the graphic novel where her parents are, like, concerned and, like, trying to go through all these diagnoses mm-hmm. and yeah. te- treating her like a patient. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then he yep. was more focused on something else. And that must be hard growing up with both therapist parents. But so she's moving and she she find, meets this kid. Well, <laughs> runs into this kid, makes him crash. So, yeah, she knocks this kid over. Um, then the next, I think, few days, it's time for her to go to school. Um, she goes to school. She gets lost introduced and then she gets introduced to to her new class her homeroom class and then gets picked on by a kid for being short and then he bullies her we see a bunch of panels of him being rude to her and then finally he locks her in a closet which is 
So she had to climb out of a window, which led her to this, like, forest where she found the, a patch of this guy she hit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And she goes walking and seeing if she can find him she doesn't she finds a bear with like right, 10 she, eyes she like trips right she falls yeah, she down she falls like a down. cliff or something mm-hmm. yeah okay and sees this bear with like 10 eyes what you find out is just the glums um and then you then she's in her room and then suddenly she sees this bright yellow ball which is a glim and messes up her whole room but mm-hmm. <laughs> Her chasing it with the room yeah. kind of messes up her whole yeah. room. But she's chasing she, it. Yeah. She's scared yeah. of it at first yeah. and chases right. it around the room with a and broom. And then catches it and then realizes. Which somehow her parents never come in. Never come in. And be yeah. like, what's, what's all the racket? What's going on in here? Now, they're okay. a therapist, so they could be at work. That's true. Because remember, she comes home and the first night and there is a letter yeah, from her parents. Yeah, there's a note there. So they could right. be at work. True. There was? Yeah, yeah, there was a note when she gets back from her first day of school mm-hmm. like saying, yeah, we'll be uh, back later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yep, and then she touches this glim, and then we see like a shot of something, of like something, something. The cat I see. And it's morning. She has this glim. For some reason, no one can see it. Um, but her. Yeah, she's the only yeah. one that can see this glim. Or the glums. Or the glums, yeah. Um, her parents think she's not okay, um, because she is chasing around um uh, an invisible thing around the kitchen and she also takes a photo of it which it does not photograph it's just a bright light mm-hmm. this glim kind of follows her around she goes to school and then she starts seeing the glums on people mm-hmm. um then she is trying to just get rid of the glum on one p- specific person so she gives herself detention to try to <laughs> trap it and then messes up a classroom and then she chases it, and that's really where the story ends. She catches yep. it, and then she yep. puts yep. it and in her uh, closet, and the book's over. Kind of, yeah. Well, her classmate finds a picture, the picture she took with the yeah. glim. Oh, yeah, that and too. And she's like, what are you hiding? Yeah. And that's what the end. What are you hiding? So and we're like, oh, it kind of yeah. ends abruptly. It does. And it kind of, see, it's really weird, because it even though it's a volume, it's, an actual original graphic novel these mm-hmm. weren't issues it feels like it could have been issues <laughs> um, yeah especially the way it ends uh, right but yeah it was uh, so what do you think of it i really enjoyed it um the whole book the story it's most definitely a kid's book um uh, i mean yes i will agree it is definitely towards kids but i liked it yeah i mean i really did enjoy it the coloring the story the like, yeah. most i did like, like the art i can have the art too was very mm-hmm. kitty that she got picked on in school that these kids were causing she has an imaginary friend she finally embraces it and says yep my imaginary friend will help you get her phone um in detention and then i really just enjoyed the coloring and like how they did the emotions like if she was the parents would be in like all pink backgrounds and then she's just there in the center with a blue around her mm-hmm while they're arguing over her i'm curious of what her parents did for a living the actual writer mm-hmm. if they were therapists right. i mean it's very clearly it's you know the glimmer of hope or the glims yeah where the glums are the gloomies mm-hmm. where you know that they attack themselves to someone which makes them very depressed and 
you know, moody. or has people because they feed off of this. Right. They grow with more of the more like, the, the sadder they get, more the or sadder. the matter they get. Like the, the, the person grow bigger. The first glum we see on a person, she is waiting for a call from the hospital because right. her mom just had a procedure. Her dad. Her, her dad. dad just had a procedure. So <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> I'm pretty sure mom and dad are different, completely different people. <laughs> Make sure that's not tomato tomato. Right, and the uh, and the glums as well. They interact with electronics too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, their phone. Their they, even in, before we even meet uh, either the uh, the glims or the glums, everyone's phones aren't working. Not working. And then we find out why because these glums, they, when they're around, it right. messes up all the electronics. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then we also did realize we did find out that the kid she met. Has not. No Doesn't one knows. No one knows him. Yeah, right. Dale. Dale. Yeah, Dale is the his, mystery of this yeah, book. His locker mm-hmm. was empty with just so full of glums. My series with Dale is he has something to do with the glums. The glums he is the a glum. glum. Or, um, or he's maybe he's the glum. Maybe the glum glums can because the, next, the, the last time we see him, yeah. he's at the locker. Yep. The logger that says Dale, yeah. and he's getting his backpack and uh, grabbing all the uh, stuff sleeping bag, and he's walking into the woods. Yeah. And then the next time True. we see her she finds in the his woods, patch in the woods in the woods on the way to the woods right the while the glums in the shape of a multi-eyed bear multi-eyed bear mm-hmm. uh, is attacking her you see the glums hands are like wrapping around the glum trying to help her so you mm-hmm. see the pulling him back and you see you don't know what it is until we meet the glum but that's what's trying to protect mm-hmm. her and i'm curious to see if dale is the glum somehow mhm yeah so that's i really enjoyed this book it was a great book it was a very i mean it not just for kids i mean what i mean it was definitely a dark story it's very (laughs) it's very geared towards mental health and we seem to have a big theme with that in all of our books a lot of our books are about the last like three or four like not even on purpose but just we're all about mental health i saw this you know this is disguised in a kid's book with Mm -hmm. action and like the good guys in the bad you can definitely tell but you can tell that uh, the detention scene when she's fighting the glum it's basically about helping her and bringing her mood back out like you know seeing what's wrong with her and how she says she's waiting for a phone call that's why she got in trouble and it wasn't so much fighting the, the glum it was helping her get the phone, which right. would help her mental stability because she was all panicking like, and anxiety about what was going on with her dad. Like a glum makes your right. mental and health so, worse, and a glim is right. trying to help you. And so all she did, like physically getting the that phone for her and laying her check, helped her in mental stability, which then, for some odd reason, she just went, uh, then um, I don't need to do detention anymore, screw this, and leaves. <laughs> Well, or no, the, she's, the, she gets the, the, the call. Other girl or yeah, Bridget? The other girl. Bridget, oh, yeah. The other girl. Just, she's like, yeah. She's like, just tell her I the emergency came up and I had to leave. Right. Well, no, because she's going to the hospital to see her dad. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, and but she still just ditches but detention. My question is, where was the teacher? Who leaves a bunch of kids? It's a couple of kids right. in detention and by themselves. Right. And then this, and then Bridget Lee, Bridge, yeah, Bridge. Like, yeah, then Bridget leaves and just tells the teacher. Yeah. Okay, gotta go. She had a family she emergency. Had a emergency. Had to leave. I have one of those two now. So like, peace <laughs> out. Basically, yeah. yeah basically. And then she and the walks. Teacher's into just this, like on a coffee break or yeah. something. And then this teacher walks into the classroom and just sees <laughs> her classroom destroyed because we did learn the glimpse grow with more glums. the more the glums, the glums. grow with mm. more of like anxious yeah and the more the more depressed yeah that they the get. More, it's sort of like they feed off of it yeah well they also want to feed on the people 
Right. Well, and I think that's what it is. They, they feed off the sorrow and anxiety mm-hmm. of the, the kids. And probably that's why it's at a basically an elementary school or junior high. I'm really not sure how I old they are. I think it's junior I, high. I'm thinking maybe junior high. Elementary schools don't, sh- have, don't have lockers. Well, neither do junior highs or high schools anymore. But Well, most, yeah. But I see what you're saying. Uh, because they don't actually say what grade, but you just assume the fact that they're making fun of her height and how small she is, that she's in a junior high, junior high, high school. middle school, mm-hmm. not so much high school yet. Because the other kids there weren't, they didn't look like high schoolers. So I'm guessing middle school. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Jared? <laughs> I really enjoyed this book, too, from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, the art grabs you right away. Mm-hmm. God gets your attention. Opens up with that like um, uh, tornado or the meteor. Uh, was it a meteor? Yeah, she's basically. Which is just in her head. It's just yeah. like she's imagining all this stuff, and it's like, and then it's just her standing there waiting. Um, yeah. So that and uh, so that grabbed my attention right away, and the color palette used throughout the book is is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, even though it is technically. I mean, it's all ages, but yeah, it's geared towards kids. But you know, I have I have other books in my collection that I read that are you know at this level, and I you know it's still a great storytelling. Yeah. So um, I did I related to Bridget in, in the moving and going to new schools because um, by the time I was her age, I probably moved like I don't know three, four, five times or something. Like we were moving all the time when right. I was younger, so I I you know I. Uh, definitely know what that was like moving around and starting a new school and and all that so that was i related to that um i thought it was kind of funny and and sad about her parents being therapists and and psychoanalyzing everything and then they were talking about her in the third person when Mm. she's right there at the table like what should we do with bridget do we need to take her out of school for a few weeks oh my god what's going on she just walks out yeah she's like i'm late and they're just like they're still arguing because the dad's um, more focused on a radio. <laughs> yeah, I like the part where she was like when she imagined herself as like what that more confident person, as someone yeah. else. Like mm-hmm. when she was about to approach someone to talk to them, right? She would like imagine hey, she's all yeah. cool and like just real, real you know, confident and stuff. Yeah, she um, like the also the coloring changes and the coloring changes and her hair color changes right. and it's kind of like this I'm is like, how she wants thinks about her like wants to present her, present herself. You can. Um, yeah, you can definitely mm-hmm. tell the school's more of like a depressing setting because of how they colored it. It's yeah. more like um, neutral tones. It's more like dark and glim. And then, but then you see her imagination when she's trying to be all cool. The colors change to more bright. Mm-hmm. Like she's yep. like, yeah. this is what yeah, those is pink, happen. all those pinks and yeah. different colors. I like the fact that you know that's not just kids. I mean, I can even me today, like when I have to ask a waiter for something, I do like in my head going, excuse me, can I please get some more mm. water? Yeah. But when it comes out, it's like, oh, excuse me. So, I mean, no, I agree. It happens I think, in real life. We, I think we all do that. We run through the scenario in our heads mm. where we're wait, just like when she's being made fun of in class and she's like, oh, I am short. Yes, you guys are clever. And they're all like, oh, she's making fun of herself. But then it comes out in real life. You're like, no, 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 no. right? Yeah, I definitely yeah, can relate to that as well for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, now I am sad that it was like you said, it just ends because right. I really did want more. 
Yeah. Which I will end up reading once these come, the new ones. And it does say she's working on the series. So oh, okay. And there's no yeah. ETA I, when it's coming out, but in her biography, uh, it does say that she's working on okay. the Galam series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because this definitely leaves you with more questions than answers. Than answers. Like, right. who's Dale, right. the patch guy? Um why why are why are the glims and the glums here? Right. You know, exactly where did they come? We know they right. came from space. Is there more glims? Is there more glims than just right. the one? Yeah. Is there more people looking and, for And why did they pick glims? her to, you know, be the only one that can see them? So right. there's secret know? society. Like there's so like yeah. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> Who's and hopefully Dale? Yeah. Who's I mean, like, Dale? Yeah, Dale we got right. a glimpse of. Do I, the I, parents? I don't remember. Does Dale show up after we see the meteor hit and split? Or well, that's at he... the very beginning. Yeah. Well, I mean like no, so, I, once we see the nope. glims and the glums, we don't see him anymore. No, we, well, no, what I'm saying is when the meteor we see come through and split in the black and white. We, she sees him right before she right sees after. the bear. No, she sees him. He's the one on the bike that she... No, we, we see him after that in school. Right, in school. But right. I'm talking about in the very beginning. Like, was Dale already there? Or did oh, we see Dale after, after we see that. that? So we oh, see him after. after. So then it yeah, leads yeah. to, like, is Dale so part of this? So he's part of, yeah. Right. Is Dale someone from the past who now that this has happened before and right. now he's come back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions and it yeah. seems like, and it was like a lot of build up and then it just, it was a very abrupt end, like we right. said at the beginning. And, and so, it seems like it's going to be multiple Maybe multiple books. I don't know. Right. Just one more is. Gonna, I can't believe yeah. just one more. Well, yeah. that's just a thing, and that's that leads me a lot with liking a story or a book, because, you know, this has a ending. Right now, I love this book, mm-hmm. and I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. But the next one could ruin it, yeah, and that's the, it could yeah. do the whole lost thing where it's an amazing story, but then all of a sudden they start giving more questions, and mm-hmm. they do answer the questions we already had. Right. So that's just what she needs to, you know. I'm sure she's listening to this podcast. So oh she yeah, needs of course. To, like, that's what she needs to make. She pay make be careful about if you're going to bring more questions and mm-hmm. make sure you're answering some of the other questions. Cause exactly. I just hate when I read series and they just keep piling on why is this, why is this, but never they answering why. And yeah, then you can't even keep track of right. everything. And like yeah. if they introduce another person with a glim, then right. maybe that's an answer question. There's more out there. If they answer what happened to Dale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we get if I'm, we see Dale and find out what he is. Where's mm-hmm. his parents? Why is his parents not concerned he's come, not come home? <laughs> well, that's his well, we nobody don't even knows know it. Dale. Yeah. I mean, like, the girl and that might not even about be, the locker. That could just be somebody, random dude, that had that locker before. Right. And she just happened to see him. And his so real name isn't even Dale. It's not even Dale. <laughs> yeah. Like, because like, the girl says, Andrew. and then that's what, like, threw me off, too. Like, how long have you been to school? So, like... That locker hasn't been occupied for a long time. Right. I'm like, what's a long time? To a little kid, that can mean that someone like, was there at the very beginning. Semester. Or was there or last something. year. Yeah. And then no never, one has been there back. for a week. <laughs> yeah. So. That's a long time. <laughs> as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah. creepy. And what's, what's the significance of the patch, too? Right, and the patch. figure that out. He's a boy scout. Yeah. Right. There's a lot, of, yeah, a lot of questions. And, yeah, looking forward to finding, you know, seeing what, what happens next. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like I said, it series and the next series could ruin the book for me mm-hmm. uh, that's why you know right now i'm saying it's a really great book but if she starts bringing me more like volumes and then they don't answer anything it just makes it worse it could really hurt the first book yeah this is just a we'll book i out. came around to yeah. and then because they hated the other book i chose so the closet yeah <laughs> 
they hated the other book I chose, so we got around and did this one instead. I'm glad we, we this is the, that was the only time we ever switched books. And we've, we've been <laughs> And really I'm glad we did, because this is way better. Mm-hmm. And so it's been, we've kind of changing the format now a little. Uh, so we, we're, this is going to be our like first new and improved podcast. We'll see how right. that goes and change some stuff. But we do have a lost episode that may be coming up later, which will be a prequel <laughs> to this one uh, where we did Hey Kiddo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right it's now. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It's uh, mm-hmm. the audio got corrupt, so I had to fix it. Yeah. Um, but so overall rating, Tasha, with this book and recommendations. I loved it. It was a great book. I want more. Um, age, I would say young kids. Up. To, this is a great first book, too, because it's short, simple, mm-hmm. great story. And then even adults, you guys liked it. Yeah. So i say well, if we're, someone we're, we're starting children, off. So. Yeah, they are children. <laughs> I don't... I, um, yeah, but I say this is a good... This is a good book to start off with if your kid's getting into graphic novels or starting to read. It's because it's mostly pictures. There's words. <laughs> that's why. That's why we read comic books mostly. Because I can't pictures. read. <laughs> um, I thought this book was uh, adorable and funny, but it was also uh, hit on real topics like bullying and mental health. Um, so those, I think those are important things. Like it's kind of some of those themes are, like you said, popping up in these books we were picking lately, but the, the writing style was, was simple, but engaging. So I think that really makes it, you know, an all ages book for, you know, recommended to anybody who isn't in the, in the comic books, you know? So yeah, five out of five for me. I loved it. Yeah, same. Isn't it 10 out of 10? Well, no, we do five stars. Oh. Five stars. Uh, if you do, good, you do stars, good it's reads, five. Or that, if you five do stars. 10, so if you go 10, 10, then it's just the, the number. Yeah, yeah, it's number. just a number. Okay, so five. Okay. Uh, same here. Uh, five out of five. I love this book. Uh, I loved, again, how... Not that we're like really a, doing ratings. Yeah, reiterate what, you, reiterate, <laughs> reiterate what you were saying. Uh, I loved how the topics were very, like, based on your mental state... I mean, especially for kids, but not saying this is a, you know, you need to get help. It was using mental illness with glums and glims, mm-hmm. um, making them little creatures, which then, you know, gets the kids into reading it because it's got a little action. It feels like almost like a, mm-hmm. you know, an action book, but it's also like helping them out a little with the, the seeing kids having issues, you know, same as they could probably be having. I want a glum. Um, I want a you know, glum. Yeah, I love the glum. It's yeah, really glim. funny. He was, he was like winking at her. He's yeah. like, I don't think you know what that means on Earth. <laughs> I want like little things like that, and his little hand, his yeah, little like his, his little, little string, his little stringy hand. It's like, and he, he didn't even have he didn't even speak he didn't have the whole time. He speak doesn't have he fingers. Yeah, he just has, like, his facial expressions and his little tentacles, yep. and yeah. just yeah. I want to love it. It's so um, cute. The art, I love the art. It was very engaging. I didn't yeah. find it. It's something that was nice that kids will get into, especially the style. The style was very, you can tell she's a, a Nickelodeon writer. You can tell she's done things for the Turtles and, you know, more kid stuff. Uh, because the art is very kiddish, but it's not too kiddish. So I was like, uh, like the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie coming out. I'm going <laughs> to see it, but the art just looks so yeah. childish to me. Like it's a kid's TV show. Uh, it was good enough to where I was still engaged Uh the use of colors were amazing to set the mood and the mental state. And I mean, just like you guys were saying before with the parts where she's trying to 
you know, get the courage up. And this is what I'm going to do. And it's all pink and bright. And, hey, they're all going to love me. And then when she does it in real life, it's all like a muted blue. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would recommend, again, all ages. I enjoyed it. I can't wait to read the next one. And uh, this was a good choice. Good, mm-hmm. good little find you had. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I read this book three times because I was really wanting to read it to well, get everything. I'm like, I now know the story. I want to look more in the background of colors. I want to see how it's set up. Like, it was a great book. It's, well, that's a nice thing. It was a short book. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't like mm-hmm. a lot of dialogue. It took me which, 20 minutes. Right. Yeah, so I was able to read this in like 10 minutes from front to back. And then I read it again today and did some research on it. So... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Good. Good choice. Yeah. So good, if you, if uh, you, yeah. I rec- we recommend listeners go read this book. It was. It was great. You can find it on it Hoopla. Yep, and it's available on Hoopla. Yep. Or wherever fine books or are sold. Fine books. <laughs> <laughs> wherever that is these days. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> our next episode may be our lost episode of Hey Keto, or it may be Jared. We are gonna do when it's my choice. Uh, May's book, written and drawn by Jeff Lemire favorite on this show yeah a yeah, favorite favorite on this show <laughs> thank you jared of so we want to bring our listeners the best content possible so please send us feedback or book recommendations you may have by finding us on instagram at hardcover underscore hideout or by commenting on whatever platform you may be listening on and please consider rating subscribing and sharing our podcast we greatly appreciate it Thank you for all all for listening to our discussion on the girl in the glim and happy reading. Happy, happy reading. reading.